This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby. Welcome in another Husker Rewind. He's Mike Melby. I'm Tom Stevens. Nebraska coming off a tough loss Saturday night. Uh, at times it looked good. Then Casey Thompson went down and Nebraska went with their hopes of winning. Illinois manhandles Nebraska really in the second half. 26-9. And Nebraska now has lost a couple in a row under Mickey Joseph. And we'll see how that goes. I want to listen to the presser, but Mike Melby is sitting over there. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Tom. It's been a uh, it's been a interesting week. Trying to get prepped and ready for Halloween, and then uh, right. I, was, I was hopeful for Huskers, but uh, you take Halloween extremely seriously. Oh yeah, you, you know we don't have like seven things out yeah. there that are all animatronics. We build most of our props. We do have a couple of animatronics. We actually built our own, our first one, yeah. where we it's all hooked up to an infrared sensor and it's got a speaker. It's pretty cool, um, but yeah, we take it overly seriously and. Uh, Shaggy Sinister Circus will be uh, back in, in... Where'd you come up with the name Shaggy Sinister Sinister Circus? Well, we always had a circus theme, and then when we vacationed down in Pensacola a few years ago, we went to a bar called Shaggy's. Uh-huh. And the, the food was good, drinks were good, but the service was amazing. And just everybody there was so personable. We got to be actually pretty good friends with a couple of the, the uh, staff there, and that's kind of where the shaggy's name uh-huh. came from and then i haven't cut my hair in almost three years okay that makes and so sense. that then yeah just so we called it shaggy sinister circus and so it's a little scary uh are, 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 are kids a little no are kids frightened by it at all uh they, veronica who is four lives up the street yeah she wanted to come see the new clown uh, uh she's a sinister clown he's crazy he is she's not a fan <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple of creepy things. We we don't we're not trying to scare people because it's not a haunted house. We, it's just eye candy, and we we enjoy doing it, and uh, we hope people have what, fun. What time? If we, where's what's the address? Can we come I, by and you, get, come by? Go, about Third and Judson. You go to Third and Judson, you'll find us. We're about a block east of Third and Judson. That's a couple of blocks north of Third and Adams. Hmm. But stop by, and yeah, we have all kinds of fun stuff up there, and stuff um, for the adults as well. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. All right. Third and Judson uh, tomorrow night. Uh, let's get to the starting gate. We like to run through everything that happened in Husker Nation or around Husker Nation uh, during this show. We try to go rapid fire. So here's Mike Melvin. On Wednesday, the NCAA's Division I Board of Directors approved updated guidance on NIL clarifying how schools, coaches, and staffs can be involved with athletes' deals. No new rules were actually put in place, but the clarifications are intended to give athletic departments a better idea of what types of support fall outside of the rules that don't exist. Gotcha. (laughs) I have... Uh, I'll look at what it, I have no idea really what you just said. You know what? Uh, I wrote it. I don't know what I said. I read the whole thing. I don't know what it yet. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, in Major League Baseball, speaking of whatever, from my interest, at least the World Series is underway between Philadelphia and Houston. Uh, series is tied at one and they head to Philly tomorrow night for game three after being swept at number five wisconsin on wednesday 25 23 25 23 25 18 nebraska volleyball rebounded last night with a sweep over maryland at the devaney center 25 16 25 9 25 19 and you had 24 blocks led by caitlin hordes nine whitney launstein's eight 
Lundstein, Becca Alec, and Lindsay, Lindsay Krause all had seven kills for the Huskers. On Thursday, the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost their third straight game, this one, yeah. on Thursday to the Baltimore Ravens, 27-22. First time since 2002 mm-hmm. that Brady, a Brady quarterback team, had lost three in a row. And then on Friday, I don't know if it's a day of celebration for him or if it's a day of mourning for him, but on Friday, him and Giselle Bunchkin announced that they are getting divorced after 13 years of marriage. Don't you think it's possible that he gets the better settlement in that settlement? Yeah, he, she's worth more money than she's, he is. She's worth like a billion dollars, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. I, I'm sad for him because nothing in his life has gone well up until this point. Yes. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, no I, I hate to see any marriage go astray. I feel I don't feel bad for him, but it's sad anytime yeah. any marriage ends. Yeah. yeah. After Michigan's 29-7 win over Michigan State and Ann Armour, video taken in the tunnel, heading back to the locker rooms, shows Spartan players – Atavion Brown, Zion Young, and Angelo Gross, a couple others as well, shoving, punching, and kicking Michigan defensive back Jaden Burroughs. The Big Ten and local police are looking into the incident. Jim Harbaugh said that there were actually two players who were assaulted. Bottom line is Mel Tucker's team looks horrible on the field, yeah. and it seems to be out of control off the field. Well, at least they fought in that game. Uh, they were completely overmatched. Michigan was a way better team. But this is twice. this is twice in the last two weeks. Uh, well, the last three weeks at least. I know they, there was an incident going to the locker room, I think it was at halftime, with Michigan at Penn State. And now this was a bad incident. This would look like it was more the fault yeah, of Michigan was- State. But it's interesting that Harbaugh is always involved in these things. Yeah. yeah his, that's, all, that's all I'll say. His, his teams don't seem to lack any confidence no. like he doesn't seem to lack any confidence mm-hmm. uh, or khakis right um, two top 10 teams lost yesterday in college football number nine Oklahoma State was humiliated by freshman Skylar Howard's 296 passing yards and four touchdowns by the Kansas State Wildcats uh, Deuce Vaughn added 158 in a TD on the ground and also number 10 Wake Forest was knocked off 48-21 by Louisville. Nebraska soccer. I am not a huge soccer fan, but I'm a fan of Nebraska teams. Yeah. And Nebraska soccer picked 12th of the league in the preseason. Knocked off 25th-ranked Ohio State this Let's afternoon. Four-zip. And they are headed to the Big Ten Conference semifinals. So major props to the Nebraska soccer team heading to the Big Ten Conference semis. I don't... I. I, I'm I'm stunned that I have to ask this question, but is John Walker still the coach in Nebraska? I have no idea. I I just don't follow soccer I don't, at all. I mean, and there was a time when he was hired, you know, early in his tenure. Nebraska was really good, yeah. uh, and they went through a spell where they have not been as good. And so this is nice to see Nebraska soccer having a nice year. And to put a bow on the starting gate, I just want to say that in the NBA, the Lakers remain winless. They're zero and five. I like LeBron James, and you, I would cheer for him. But I hate Russell Westbrook, and I can't cheer for any team that Russell Westbrook is on. And so I, it just delights me to see that the Lakers are 0-5. Well, they are not good. Um, they they got to make some changes. I mean, if they still got Anthony Davis and LeBron, uh, they shouldn't be this bad. I understand they're bad, but they shouldn't be this bad. And they're, they're really, really bad. Uh, Russ is a cancer. Well, yeah, I know. He has been for a while. Uh, but I, I thought it would go better than it has with Russell in Los Angeles than it has. And it's not going well at the end of, the, of his career. And he and LeBron, what, maybe had two, three years left? We'll see. Yeah. I, I can't see it. I mean, a lot of wheel, a lot of miles on the wheels of both those guys. Um, let's get to the presser, some of the stuff that Mickey Joseph said after Nebraska's 26-9 to loss to Illinois. 
Interesting opening comments when talking about uh, the style of play in the Big Ten. Well, it's Big Ten football. We got we to gotta come back and we got to go back to the practice field. We got to have another physical two or three days of practice and get back and get back at it. I mean, we can't we can't run away from it. We got We got to hit it. We got to go in ahead first. We can't run away from it right now. There were interesting comments from both Mickey Joseph last week, I thought. And then you had Mark Whipple toward the end of the week saying some interesting things. Because Mickey has said over and over, we got to match the physicality of the teams that we're playing these five games left. And starting with Illinois, you're going to get another one with Minnesota. Michigan, certainly a physical team. Then Iowa, Wisconsin, both really physical opponents. And Mickey was saying, hey, we we got to be more physical. We've got to match the the aggressiveness. And to the most part, they did a fairly good job. But then you had Mark Whipple say, you know what? Physical doesn't mean anything to me. It's about scoring points. It feels like... It feels there's not an argument going on between those two guys, but there might be a little argument going on between those two guys. Yeah, I I, I noticed that, and the the one thing that has become abundantly clear, uh, Mark Whipple is an unreal uh, passing play, game play designer. Yeah. Play designer. Yep. And I am astounded at how poor he designs a running offense. Yeah. Um, well, he, he's the offensive of coordinator. The, off, the offensive I, I, line I, he has been handed is not I, a good I, one. I get it, but at the same time, I how do you? I mean, you can he can scheme. Um, I, I, I he can scheme a guy that is on crutches open um, in the in a in the passing game. And a couple of times he kind of did that. I mean, but he the vocal like uh, home run was pretty cool. Fifty six yeah. yards for a touchdown. The Brewington pass was really cool. Yep. The tight end screen. Uh, but you're right. It, we can talk about this as we go along. I just thought it was interesting how Mickey's been emphasizing physicality, and Mark's just like, I, I don't really care. I just want to score some points. Yeah, and I, and I, I guess I'm going to side with Mickey on that one. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't get the. I, at the end of the day, yeah, I get it. Points yeah. are more important. Yeah. But this is the Big Ten. This is where you get punched in the mouth, and if you don't punch back, uh, you're you're going to get beat twenty six to nine. It was obvious Nebraska suffered when Casey Thompson went down on his second pick of the night. This is Mickey talking about that. Well, I, I knew after when, when Casey went down, we was, we was in, you know, we thought we was in good place when Casey went down. After Casey went down through the pick, yeah, I was surprised that it got away that quick, got away from us. It, it does seem like both Chubba Purdy, well, it didn't seem, they just weren't effective. Neither him or Logan Smothers. Now, Logan didn't get a, a, a big opportunity. To to yeah to he played a couple of any and you know they showed the run game they obviously had a package of plays more so for for Smothers than they did with Purdy I think they tried to run the previous offense that they were running under Casey Thompson with Purdy and he's just not ready yet he's just not ready to do it no not at all and and I to have a guy like Logan Smothers that's been in the program for as long as he has and I get it he's in his first year with this offense as well and this offense does not suit his skill set that he's really good at I, I get all of that but how how does Logan Smothers after watching Chubba Purdy play I how is Logan Smothers not better than that I I, I find it hard to believe I, I don't I don't get why Logan didn't get more time that makes no sense to me right. Chubba Purdy just does not look like he's ready to Take a take a snap, you know, a meaningful snap in a game right now. It's hard to believe that Nebraska can go very far. I mean, they, was, they were going to struggle even if Casey Thompson was at one hundred percent effectiveness. And you could you could say, oh well, they dropped the pass. Ramir Johnson dropped the big pass, and that was a big drop 
Uh, but you shouldn't have to play perfect football every single week just to be in a game. And it feels like Nebraska is there. But that being said, losing Casey, I, there's just not another Casey on this roster. No. There's Casey Thompson, no, and, and then and, there's, uh, you know, whatever you have at back. Yeah, and, and, and Chubba Purdy, I think, is a very talented young man. He just does not look like he's ready for the, 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 the primetime or the spotlight yeah. right, right now. And I, I, hopefully it's just something where he's got to work through it. Um, and, and there's no better experience than just, you know, getting thrown into the fire and figuring it out, which hopefully he does. Uh, Mickey Joseph, obviously a very thoughtful guy. This is him talking about Illinois being able to run rub routes on Nebraska's defense. There were some rub routes, and we got we to gotta fight through the rubs. You know, we got to get over the, top, over the top of it, or we got to fight through the trash to get there. And we talked to him all week about the pick routes, and that's the first touchdown was on a pick route, and we got we to gotta fight through the noise. We got to fight through it. Um, he, he says a lot of the same things over and over, but I guess that's how you get a message across. I mean, you're kind of, you're seeing a theme a little bit with him, right? That I, I, and I'm not here to pick on Scott Frost, but it never seemed like there was a necess, there was any particular theme, uh, with Scott Frost. It was just whatever, uh, he felt like talking about that week. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a little too mean on that one. No, I think you're absolutely right. Um, things are not going well for Nebraska basketball in their exhibition at Colorado. Ooh, yeah, they're they're down ten rip. They they don't they. It looks like they've been lucky to hit the rim a couple of times yeah. on some shots. They've well, they've had wide open looks and it's not even close. They're I, just I, bricks. I think we're going to see those nights. I mean, there's just not a lot of shooters outside of C.J. Wiltshire that you would say, oh, get, that's good. Oh, when they shoot it, I think. Casey Tabanaga could be that guy, but I, he, he's going to struggle to get looks because of his size. Yep. I mean, he's just easier to cover. Uh, back to what some of the stuff that Mickey Joseph said at the press conference after the game, Nebraska losing to Illinois 26-9. Uh, Purdy, we talked about uh, Purdy and him being in the game. Well, he's, he's just got to take care of the football. You know, on the interception, he's throwbacks across the field. You know, you learn that. First day of quarterback school, don't throw across your body, don't throw across the field. Should have just ran the ball because we already were in field goal range. We already had points. And he understood that after. We just, I got to get him ready. I got to get, I got to prep him better. I got to get him ready better. Well, and, and right there, there you go. Mickey just states the obvious that Chubba Purdy knows this is the wrong thing to do, right. yet he did it anyway. And then Mickey says, that's my fault. I've got to coach him better. And that, that's, it's, that's, you know, it's. He's the CEO. He's yeah. right. He's right in that. Uh, but, I think that he's he has a way of saying you know it's his fault, but hey, I got to coach better. <laughs> I think. I yeah. Mean, I mean, he doesn't ever lay it on a player. He always takes the blame. But you know, I've got to coach better so he can play better. That's, yeah. that's basically it. I mean, he's not shying away from what he's doing here as the head coach at Nebraska. Obviously, Trey Palmer struggled uh, in this game. One of the big reasons, you know, coming off a career day uh, the week before. Uh, and then going into the bye week, maybe you thought with two weeks to prepare, they could they could work ways to get Trey Palmer open. But it was it was a point of emphasis for that Illinois defense on Saturday. Mickey talking about it. Well, they mixed they mixed it up. We couldn't get it to him, but um, they were really handsy. And we talked to him during the week that they're just not going to let you run. So he's got to run through some of the contact. He understood that after doing the game that he had to run through it. But just some plays we just couldn't get it to him. There you go. That's interesting. That. I, it, he's he's a guy that I would have thought you wouldn't have to explain to him after the game that you know how difficult it is to run through, uh, you know some some handsiness by defensive backs, yeah. 
Well, they do. They're very handsy, and you just kind of have to. And I think officials know that unless it's egregious, that a certain team, they let some teams play to their personality. Yeah. And Illinois is really aggressive, uh, but you're going to see that same type of defense versus Wisconsin and Iowa and certainly uh, this week as well. I mean, it's it's just what, what it is. All these teams in the West are the same. I, I can't tell a lot oh. of big difference between <laughs> Illinois and Minnesota this week we're gonna, or Iowa. We're going to rank our, our top 14 Big Ten teams here later on, and I swear that number 12 through number 6 are just all tied for 6th. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same team. The same and sometimes team. you forget, well, that team beat that team, so they've got to be higher, but you're like, no, it's just that week. What happened? Where was it played? How many fumbles were there? That type of thing. So you're going to see some of our rankings probably not make very many, in some cases, any sense when you talk about head-to-head competition and who won those games. It doesn't seem to matter uh, in the Big Ten West. But who's going to win the Big Ten West? I guess it's I guess it's Illinois. Uh, this is Mickey Joseph on trusting Mark Whipple. Well, I'm confident in him, you know, but I, I think that, you know, it's, if Whip wants to go with, with Chubba because we think Chubba throws a little better, let's go with Chubba. But we, we have to take it from here because we don't know what's going to go on with Casey. So it's a possibility you'll see both of them. I trust him, but <laughs> very interesting comment there. Um, bottom line, if, if Casey Thompson is not healthy, they've got to figure out how they can you know, get Chubba a package at the beginning of a game if he's going to get a start. To, to make him feel comfortable because he didn't he's no. not he wasn't a four-star recruit going to Florida State and you know moving on to here etc because he's not talented yeah. you just got to get him to, maybe it's just get a confidence. little bit of yeah because a lot of times it's as simple as you know finding plays that he can execute it, and maybe there's a package of plays for both he and Logan in fact Mickey talked about that after the game why didn't Logan play more well, we wanted to go Logan because we thought we was going to run some option and then we figured we had to throw it to get back in it so we went went up well, that's just telling you that they trust uh, they trust Chubb uh, to throw the football and not as much with Logan. Well, and, and you watch the spring game, and and you can understand. And, you know, the interesting thing is, I thought at the against Iowa last year, Logan Smothers threw the ball pretty well, and in in the spring game, and granted, it may his two hand touch whatever they did, but Smothers just didn't look comfortable throwing the ball, and it it just looked a little awkward, and it wasn't as accurate, and it, yeah. it at the same time. You know, he, he's another guy that was a four-star recruit. That um, uh, I don't know. Let's face it. If you're the number one guy, you're going to get all the reps in practice, especially mm-hmm. during the yeah. season. Uh, and if you're a Chubb Purdy, you could say, well, it's always next man up mentality. But if you don't get those reps in practice, those first-team reps, it's there's a big drop-off. And there's also a reason why one guy is named the starter and the other guy is named a backup. Yeah, uh, I think Purdy is a Purdy talented uh athlete and i think quarterback i mean he's a four-star recruit for a reason um i would be anxious to learn what happens when he becomes maybe the guy next year uh, who knows does casey stick around for another year at nebraska he can you know, it depends on who the offensive coordinator is because i'm right. pretty confident it's not going to be mark whipple but but there's a lot of offensive offensive coordinators that would look at him and say you know i'd like to keep him um but you're right he might decide to follow a guy like whipple wherever he goes yeah uh, and Whipple, if he wants to continue coaching in college football, I'm guessing somebody would hire him. Um, well, the guy's, the guy's a genius. He's really smart. And even Nebraska, with that offensive line, moves the ball. Yeah. 
at least when they have their number one guy. They didn't in the second half when they didn't have their number one guy. This is uh, one final thought from Mickey Joseph here. What did he say in his post-game speech to the guys? Well, we just, we just talked and said, you know what? We're going to come back. We're going we're gonna to watch the film, and we're going to look ourselves in the mirror. We're going to be honest with ourselves. We're going to tell the truth like we always do on Sunday. And we're going to see where it went wrong at. We're going to fix it because if we don't fix it, it's a copycat league. They'll come back and hit us with it again next week. He says that stuff every week, but the message again, uh, I mean, there's a reason coaches say the same thing and they become cliches because they, you know, every coach says them. Um, some coaches just mean them more. And it feels like Mickey just really means what he says. He's, yeah. he's really dialed in on his football beliefs. Well, he is. And it's, it's so funny now we're, you know, four or five, six weeks into him being the interim head coach and all the press conferences, et cetera. And it is so painfully obvious why young men want to play for a coach like that. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. Um, it, it, there, there's no BS. There's no sugarcoating. There's no nothing. It's just straightforward honesty. And guys that don't want to play for him, they don't like to be held accountable. No. They don't like to be told they're not the greatest, the best, the whatever. And you probably don't want that guy on your team. Exactly. Uh, so you might as well clean house with him. And I think that approach... Guys know where they stand. Wait a minute, I don't like that guy. I don't like playing for a guy that demands a lot of me and is, wants me to be honest with him all the time. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, and you'll get those guys out of your program. Uh, they, they can see through their own eyes. They don't have to be told in many cases. They can see through their own eyes that they don't fit in in a Mickey Joseph culture. And I don't think every player does. And I don't want every player to fit in uh, with Nebraska. It should be a hard place to play. Yeah. The demands should, should be high, and you should have a coach who's honest with them. And I still think there's a very good chance that Mickey Joseph, while he won't be the next head coach at the University of Nebraska, and I still think there's a chance of that, I think they're going to f- try to find a place on the staff for him. And um, we'll see how that goes. There's, there are a lot of head coaches in college football that don't like to be told what to do with their staff. So that seems like maybe it could be a power struggle down the line Be you know, with a guy like Trev Alberts and the coach-to-be. So we'll yeah. find out. Could be interesting. Yeah. Quick update for you. Out in Boulder, uh, Colorado is up on Nebraska 14-7, Casey Tominaga with a couple of threes. And, okay. Uh, yeah. that's, that's good news because you, you were acting like this is going to be a 40-point blowout, and now it's a seven-point game. Well, it, it, we've only made two field goals. <laughs> so Colorado's not playing well and, either. And, and we went one of three from the line when we got fouled on a three-pointer. So I guess it's good news that uh, they're not running away from Nebraska. Maybe the defensive aspect of this team I, could be real. Uh, I'll tell you, I've been glancing at the, the stream of this, and the, the <laughs> Nebraska's got a pretty salty defense. Yeah. Well, that's good. That, that at least is good news, and maybe on nights when they shoot the ball, they could win those games. But we'll keep an eye on that for you, Nebraska-Colorado exhibition in Boulder. But we've got a lot more show to get through we'll do our grades a little bit later on offense defense special teams like that uh also the big 10 blitz is headed your way next hour it's tanya taki uh talking a little husker volleyball of course losing to wisconsin on wednesday night then coming up uh the big sweep last night and uh sean callahan of husker online presented by on three uh will join us in just a mere matter of moments maybe talk a little recruiting and some definite husker football on the way sean callahan of husker online is next